Well, here we are, Tony Williams, Power Chat, both sides of the mask. Week number one is in the books. I tried to record this thing like five different times when I was on the road this weekend. One of the very few weekends that I was going to be on the road this year. Let's talk a little bit about that before we get into the other Power Chat. So family first. It's not been something that I have taken into account early in my career. My wife stood beside me while I went out and tried to achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve. I had them set and nothing was going to stand in my way to get to them. And it created some hardships on my family. And now it's time for me to realize where I need to step in and be a better husband, be a better father and take my family and put them first. So this year, that's what I'm going to do. My wife is in school where early mornings on Thursdays and Fridays, feeding horses at the barns on Saturdays and Sunday, just a lot of things that were going on and to help relieve some stress in that area so that she can focus on her school, I'm focusing on my family. So I got one weekend out. It was kind of interesting. We went down and we had 13 games, I think, scheduled and maybe four of them played. It was cold. It was windy. And as much of the South as there is and much of the country that there is, we are covered in winter weather warnings and so on and so forth of that. So huge shout out to my wife, my family, my extended family for all that they've done previously for me and keep your family first. Softball is always going to be there, but you got to put them first. Maybe some things will work out. And I'll be able to get some games close to home. We'll see how that works out all, all in all. But let's talk about what we're going through as a, as a country in this winter weather. We're asked to conserve energy. And how do we play that part into conserving energy on the field? We look at our mechanic book when we're covering balls, maybe just a step and a turn. You heard on our episode that we had with Robbie Guest that a step and a turn may be all that we need to take because the player is coming at us and conserving our energy where we are not running full speed out into the outfield to get as close as a play when the player's running at us. And sometimes we end up in the outfielders in front of us. So purposeful movements, wherever this could take place as well, on third base coming across the second base, we don't got to run full out. We don't have to sprint over there. Think about why you're going there and the batter runner has to go to first base and then the second base before you have to go from third to second. So hopefully you're fast enough to be able to beat her two bases when you're just going one. So make your way over there, conserving energy, get over there. But it doesn't have to be a full sprint. In fact, are you over hustling when you do that? I talked a little bit about the wedge movements and the things that we do in the wedge when we're learning in the camp that I had with Susan Eads that she put on, Know Your Zone uh, Umpire Clinic, and a little tip that I got from the SoCal umpires from their training that they had. You set up a play in the middle and you walk around it in a circle. And you look at this play and you raise your hands when you can see through the tag. So if you're able to set something up with a couple friends, Set something up with your kids, have one of them trying to tag the other and walk a circle around them. Just walk a circle all the way around them. And when can you see the tag? And when you can see the tag, 
that is when you're in the wedge view and you'll notice there's a wedge view on two occasions when you go around the circle. Learn what it means to see through a tag, get an unobstructed view, get a wedge view, understand what that means and work to achieve it. Got a lot of rust to knock off, watching a lot of games on ESPN that you can watch back. Take a look at them and where you can improve your game and what are you seeing in somebody else's game. Brings us to another point that we have here. When you're looking at your own game, what are you noticing? Are you really looking at what you're doing right? What you're doing wrong? Where you can improve? Are you really honestly looking at it? Video is there for the players to get better, but it's also there for us to get better. We can take notes on what we are doing right and what we are doing wrong. Man, if we're not in the right position and we can't look at it objectively and analyze ourselves and say, hey, I should be better there. When we go out there, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to make the same mistake or the same movement that we made that put us in a pickle to begin with. So honestly evaluate yourself. That's the only way that you can improve. And sometimes you don't have somebody to tell you and you've got to do it yourself. And that was what I did when I was coming up was look at where I was being successful or remembering a time on the field. That's why I carry a notebook. That's why I carry a notebook on the field and I'll write down a play that I had, write down the inning, write down the out, the number if I can remember the number of the player so I can go back and find that quickly on video. And I'm honestly going to evaluate what I see. Brings me to another point of a newer umpire, since that's what my pirate chats are kind of about. Carrying a notebook on the field. Easy when you're on the plate because you have a lineup card holder. But what about on the bases? What are we doing there? I know Sally with the MUC, Midwest Umpire Consortium that she is involved with, that she started, she gave out little books in 2020 and asked that we would carry them on the field to take notes. So what are you taking notes on? One, I just said it, we are taking notes on our plays. Take them where you did good. Take them where you maybe could improve, where you felt like you were in the right position. Take it down so you can look at it and study those and remember that whenever the next time you go out so you can remember what it feels like when you get into the right position. But what else are we writing down? Well, Kevin Wallace told me one time that I should be recording the conferences that the teams take. Okay, why would I do that? The plate umpire is doing it. Why should I do it on the bases? Well, let me tell you, in the last three years, I've seen it happen twice now on a pretty big field where a team on defense visits a pitcher twice in one inning. In baseball, we're removing a pitcher, but in softball, we're removing the person that took the second conference. There's a lot of stuff going on for the plate umpire, whether it's getting softballs, whether it's communicating with the catcher, switching out softballs with the pitcher, coming and getting a change from somebody else. A lot of things that go on back there. And now a coach comes out when the umpire may have his back turned. Maybe he doesn't have his back turned or she doesn't have her back turned. Maybe they've forgotten that the coach took a conference earlier. But a base umpire, you see a coach coming out from your side on the dugout and you know that they've already taken a conference and you've written it down and now you've made that mental note of it as well. Jump out in front of them before they cross the line. 
help somebody out so we don't have an ejection. I've been there. I've jumped in front of a coach. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, hey, your assistant took a conference earlier in the inning. I said, if you go out there, if you cross this line, if you go out there, I'm going to have to eject you unless you're telling me that you're changing your pitcher right now. She's like, nope, I'm back in the dugout. Set yourself up for success. Don't let somebody tell you that you don't need to take notes out on the field. Give a reason why you're doing it. And then you can point to proof where it can be beneficial for you to where you don't have to fill out an ejection report after the game. I would much rather take a note on the field than fill out an ejection report after the game. Maybe you're the base umpire and you jump in front of it and you were in the right. Now you have saved the whole crew from looking like you're not paying attention to the game. Just one little key tip that I have that I do that I was taught by somebody that told me to do it. I wouldn't have known to do it before. So add that into your game to where you can continue to make yourself successful and be a leader on the field. May not be the crew chief, but you can still be a leader. So figure out where you are going in the wedge, get a notebook, record conferences out on the field, and look at video of someone else, at yourself, and honestly evaluate it with you. Somebody else is going to watch it. There are streams to be had. Don't be upset if somebody shows a video of you. Own up to the mistake. The faster we can own up to what we did wrong, the faster we can fix it. We're not perfect. That's why I say be excellent. It's not why I say be perfect. We can't be perfect. But we can strive to be as good as the next play. And that is being excellent. So have a great rest of the week. Look forward to talking more with you guys about things like this, having awesome guests on the podcast. This has been a great year so far. Season's starting to get busy. Liz is heading out. I'll be a little bit closer to home. Hopefully, I'll find some games around Springfield that I can knock out and do this, do the daddy thing in the morning, go call some games in the afternoon, and be home for bedtime. So that's what I can do. Thank God for my family for taking care of me in times where I stumbled. Now it's time for me to take care of them. Keep everybody close. Keep everybody involved in your life that wants to be involved. Have a positive outlook on it, but also be excellent.